Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn to Philippians chapter 3 this morning, joyfully forgetting. Verse 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. This is, this is the third time he says, I'm not there yet. I'm still moving forward. I'm still racing. I'm not yet apprehended, but one thing I do. Now, when, when I read that, just thinking of this letter and thinking of Paul and who he was, at this point, he's been saved for 25 years, radically saved, on fire from the moment he was saved. He spent 10 years you know, learning and growing and, and spending time with Jesus. And then the last 15 years, he's been going, you know, like a ball of fire, just planting churches and, and going from place to place and sharing the gospel and, and you know, just living for Jesus. And, and here he tells us now, this is the one thing I do. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm listening to a Billy Graham or a Chuck Smith or even one of my mentors, David Roper, when they say, this is an important thing you need to know, or, or this is what I would recommend to every minister, I start to listen. I'm like, okay, I want to hear what this guy has. This guy who's been there, this guy who's paid the price, this guy who has been faithful, this guy who's served Jesus and loved Jesus. I, I want to hear what he has to say. And this is when Paul says that. He says, this is the one thing I do. This is the one thing. And this, this is something we should pay attention to. This is what he does. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. This is a gift. To joyfully forget everything in our past so that it doesn't hinder us from moving forward. You know, the past has a tremendous ability to hold us, to keep us, to stop us, to hinder us. And I can't think of anybody who had more to forget than the Apostle Paul. Let me think about this guy. Here's a guy who, who stood at the first Christian martyrdom as Stephen was standing there testifying, filled with rage, casting his vote to put Stephen to death. And then as the stones hit Stephen's flesh and as the life drained from his body, listening to every thud as he held the coats of the men who were throwing the stones at Stephen, he was there and it caused him to even be more vengeful as he went from house to house and he grabbed Christians, men and women, young and old, and he threw them into prison and he called for their death. Until that day, he was standing on the road to Damascus as he's walking to Damascus with death and threats in his breath and, and letters from the high priest to arrest Christians and Jesus knocked him to the ground. He says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Man, can you imagine living with the idea, the thought that you were kind of the, the, the beginning of the persecutions of the Christian church, that you were that evil in your heart? 
And, and, and I could imagine just waking up in dreams watching Stephen die again and again and again. Man, something to forget. But then as he started his Christian walk, trying to go to the apostles, they wouldn't want to see him. Only Peter had the guts to see this guy. And the church, they, they, they heard that he who formerly persecuted has now become a believer, but they, they still didn't want anything to do with him because he'd killed and hurt their, their family and their friends. And so Paul, finding himself being ostracized from the church and the community of believers at the beginning, going down to Arabia and spending three years with Jesus, and, and then going back up to Tarshish and just kind of hanging out there until he was brought to Antioch. And of course, in Antioch, Paul would be called by the Holy Spirit, set apart to go to plant churches. And so Paul and Barnabas, they'd leave and they'd go and they'd, they'd you know, go from place to place. And, 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 then, and then some things started to happen, some not so good things. It was in Paphos or in Pisidia when Paul landed there that he got sick, had to go up to Galatia. This would probably begin his long thorn in the flesh that he had to suffer with his entire ministry. And from there, they would travel over to Lister and Derby because a riot kind of broke out and they were pushed out of town, so they ran for their lives. And they were over in Iconium and Lister and Derby. And then the people from Antioch finally caught up to them and stoned Paul to death, throwing rocks at him until he was dead. So now not only is he seeing these dreams of, of Stephen being stoned to death, but now he has his own dreams of being stoned to death himself as he's drug out of the city and left for dead. And then he'd come back from Lystra and, and, and then go back on his second missionary journey and make his way to Philippi. And in Philippi, he would be beaten again, thrown in jail. And then, you know, difficulties as he went from church to church and, and people getting enraged with him and attacking people and driving him from town to town. Threats on his life in Corinth as well as threats on his life in Jerusalem. He'd finally make it back to Jerusalem, where in Jerusalem, he'd be arrested again after being beaten by an angry mob, left in jail for a couple of years with no sentence or no thing, until he finally had a repeal to Rome, or appeal to Rome, and an appeal to Caesar, and so he would be sent to, to Caesar but then on a ship that was in, in a horrible storm for 14 days where nobody slept and he was completely exhausted and, and just to have the ship wreck into the, to the, to the ground and then he would be thrown into the sea and he had to swim to shore where he finally was safe on the island of Malta and gathering some sticks, he was bitten by a serpent. <laughs> you could imagine just, I mean, this guy had PTSD if anybody had PTSD. And there was points in his ministry where he would, he would be in Corinth. He, when he first got to Corinth, you remember that Jesus appeared to him and said, Paul, don't be afraid. What does that tell us? Paul was afraid. Jesus said, don't be afraid. I have many people in this city. You won't, you, no harm is going to come to you here. Oh, finally. I mean, he didn't even get arrested after that, but no harm came to him. But, but what a difficult life. What a trying life. And that doesn't even begin to describe because even before that shipwreck, Paul would tell the Corinthians, and this was written before that shipwreck, he would say, twice I've been in the deep. I, I've, I've been in shipwrecks and I, I've floated in the deep for a day and a half or whatever he said. It, it was crazy. This guy had some serious, serious, serious things happening to him. Many times he was beaten and striped. Many times he was 
he was betrayed by brethren. Many times he went through these difficult things. And you could imagine just going through a few of those things and you would be like, you know what, ministry's too hard. I just can't do this. It's just, I, I just, you know, no. I've had some hard things in my life. I just can't handle it anymore. But then there was this, the glorious stuff. The Holy Spirit speaking, Jesus appearing to Paul at his conversion, the, the healing that he received from Ananias, the call to missions, as he, or the time he spent with Jesus in Arabia. We, we don't know much about that. He mentions it briefly in Galatians. But then the, the call to missions and then the miracles that God performed with Lymus and all of that, the man who was lame, who was healed, just thing after thing after thing. And, and the times that, that Paul saw Jesus probably in Lister when he was stoned, he had a vision of heaven. The greatness of revelations and the miracles that God did in Paul's life. You would think that Paul would say, well, it's time to retire and just write a book and, and just kind of tour around and tell everybody of all the good things that God has done. But that wasn't Paul. He says, I'm forgetting all of that. I'm forgetting the bad things that have happened to me. I'm forgetting the, the, tri the bad things that I've done, the bad things that have happened to me, and the good things that have happened to me. Because all those things can distract us from what the future has to hold. And he says, I'm going to press on and I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And I'm not going to let all this stuff that happened to me in my past affect me or stop me from doing what the Lord has called me to do. You know, that's the, that's, that's the treasure trove of the devil, isn't it? He has all that stuff in, 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 the, in your past that he can always throw that up at you. Oh, well, you did this or you did that. Or, oh, if you do that, remember what happened to you back there and that will happen again to you. If it's Jesus, I'll take it. But if it's not Jesus, I tell him I'm busy. <laughs> but, but, but then you, you, also have, you also have the good things. Oh, you know, you've done enough for the Lord. You don't need to do any more. I mean, look how much everybody loves you. You don't need, yeah, you just, you know, you just relax. You've done enough. Paul says, no, I'm going to forget everything. I'm not going to let the enemy bring those things up to me. I'm going to press on toward the mark to the high calling of God. And then that's what he'll say next. I was, I was thinking about C.T. Studd. He was a missionary to China. God used him mightily on the mission field in China. God did miracles through C.T. Studd and his wife and just the awesome things that they did. But they suffered a lot there. They, they went through a lot of difficulty and malnutrition and stuff like that. And so they came back a little frail. They, they spent some time in England and they, they strengthened themselves. And then God called them off to India. And so they went to India. And they had a fruitful missionary, mission experience there. They were there with Amy Carmichael. They did lose a child there. It was um, some hardships that they went through. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.